Easy Peeper Deeps, and welcome to another episode of the Feeling Fine Podcast. And I am your host, P. Fine, or Pete Fine, if you wish. And um, first off, I just want to uh, give my apologies for the absence of my show last week due to recording issues uh, and basically a lack of time. I didn't give myself enough time to sort out the recording issues. Um, So I was unable to bring a show for you last week. Uh, But however, here I am today back with another recording of my ramblings uh, and observations Uh, and grateful to have you here grateful for everybody that's been tuning in Uh, don't forget if you uh, listen to these podcasts hit the subscribe button subscribe and be a part of the uh, uh, the ongoing and growing community and uh, just to give a, a quick shout out and a mention to, uh, to my listeners across the globe. Uh, on my last check, I noted that there are people that are listening in uh, Paraguay now, New Zealand, Bahamas, Japan, uh, the United States. Uh, various places, various places, um, obviously reaching out uh, to quite a few corners of the globe. So thank you all. I'm truly grateful that you are giving me the time um, to uh, lending me your ears. Truly grateful. And, And like I said, if you are listening, if you do listen, don't forget to subscribe and uh, so that you will be alerted and informed or whatever of when the next podcast podcast is recorded so um today today's episode today's episode i have called human nature human nature it's Something that I've heard um, is one of those expressions that people say um, quite often is human nature. Behaviours and things like this and attitudes and so on. It's human nature, it's human nature. But I remember, you know, there was a point where, you know, somebody said this to me we were in conversation and I don't remember who it was I was talking to or whatever but I was in conversation with somebody and we were talking about something specific but then this person I was speaking to said this is just human nature and it kind of shut me up for a minute because It was almost like, well, it was like for me, 
there was this question, I suppose, in my head. But it's not my nature. Whatever it was that we were talking about, it was like, it was, this person I was speaking to said it's human nature. But in my head, this, this thought, it's not my nature. But at the same time, I never said it out loud because it was a, a term that was quite new to me. And, and I, it was something that I wanted to understand. Now for, for years, ever since I was uh, a teenager, I suppose, maybe, you know, a young teen, I would watch people. Watching people was almost like a bit of a hobby. <laughs> Not in a seedy way. Not watching people in a seedy way. You know, um, people have always intrigued me. And I would watch people, uh, people's expressions, people's mannerisms and actions and how people would interact and, and act kind of thing. And it's something that I suppose for me personally gives has given me a better understanding of people. And, you know, you can generally tell when you watch people. You know, when the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know and understand yourself and, you know, your own state of mind and, and so on and, and how the effects of your own mind, what the uh, what these effects have on your body kind of thing, the more you, you sort of go into understanding all of this, the more watching people and seeing people, the more you understand about human behavior. Uh, so I would watch people all the time. I would sit and watch people. One of the things that I've always done, one of the things that I've always done, still do to this day, is I just sit in silence. More so now, to be fair. More so now, but I sit in silence and I just pay attention. And um, I suppose more in the past it was a, a, a more like daydreaming. Often it was daydreaming. But now I just pay attention, I just look. I just look and one of the most important things to me over the past few years has been to, to bring silence and space to my mind. So this, with this being as important as it has been, it's been, uh, important for me to cut out a lot of the noise a lot of the noise in my life which has meant I don't listen to music as much as I used to it doesn't have that uh, the same kind of dominant force as what it once had at one point I would always have music on at one point I would very rarely allow silence 
into my life. There would always be music, there would always be background noise of some description. But now silence has become more important to me than noise. So at one point I would, I would always have noise in my life, then I cut out the noise. And it's, it's these kind of things, these kind of actions that I've taken, these steps that I've taken that have kind of allowed me to see and understand more p people more deeply. So when I started to pay attention to the things that, uh, my own behaviours, I started to develop, and even if it's not an understanding, it's an appreciation for where people come from. You know, so every single one of us, there's so, uh, we, we are so individually unique. And it's, you know, our uniqueness, it's so much deeper than just our, our image, than how we look. It's so much deeper than our expressions, our facial expressions and features, uh, and you know, our body size and shape and all of this kind of stuff. Our individuality goes so much deeper than this. I suppose it's one way of looking at it is like, we are all like walking chemical factories. <laughs> We're all like walking chemical factories, biological factories, biological and chemical factories. And between each individual, there is different mixtures of chemicals. So this individual has this certain setup of chemicals or his, his or her setup is made up of these kind of chemicals. The next individual they might have the same kind of chemicals, but in different measures, in completely different measures. So 10% of this in of one chemical, say in one person, in the other person, it might be 15% and so on and so on. So right down to our, our structure, you know, obviously we all differ down to our DNA strands and stuff like this, but you know, and the DNA being the fundamental building block of who we are kind of thing. But then uh, from that, every aspect of who we are, there is individuality in every single aspect. And it's this individuality in every single aspect that means that even how we behave our nature, the nature of this body, so the nature of my body is going to be different to somebody else's. So when I was having this conversation with somebody and they said it's human nature, the, 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 the realization that I came to was, well, actually, when we speak of human nature, nature is going to be different from one person to the next in, you know, in differing amounts. But there is uh, uh, something that we all share, something that we, we all share, there are, uh, uh, which is basically, 
we are all affected by the nature of the planet in the same way. So as physical beings, we are all affected by the nature and the, the kind of movements of the planet in the same way, meaning we are, we are all affected by it. We are all affected by the process of, of the universe, basically. The, you know, the movements of the universe affects each and every one of us, but in sort of differing amounts and in, 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 uh, in differing levels. So this, I suppose, is what astrology touches on. So um, <coughs> a lot of people speak of astrology and they say, oh, it's a load of rubbish, it's not true, blah, blah, blah. But what astrology does, oh, and... Um, I've not said it in this episode yet. Everything that I speak of and everything that I say, this is just my observation. It's just how I see life. And it, and my observation, it's unfolding. So it's like, the more I communicate in this way and the more I speak, the more it's almost like the more gets revealed to me for me to speak of. Uh, so everything that I'm saying, it's not that I'm sharing it for, for you to believe, just to lend me your ears, just to listen, maybe contemplate it. Maybe you might be able to see exactly where I'm coming from and, and how I'm seeing this. But please take it on board that it's not anything that I want you to believe. And I stress that um, more than anything. It's to open up the avenue of inquiry within yourself. So, astrology. A lot of people look at astrology and they th and say, oh, it's a load of rubbish. It's people basing their lives on all this crap, blah, blah, blah. But astrology, in truth, it's like you look at, look at this planet and what happens when to the planet when we have a, a full moon or a new moon, for example? When we go through the, the, the lunar cycles, basically. And everything, or, or rather, the moon has an effect on all the water on this planet. It, it creates movement. The presence of the moon creates movement in the waters. And the human body is, is it 70% or something like that? Water? Something like this. So if the moon can have such a, a huge impact on the waters of the world, then ultimately it's also going to have an impact on on the the, the physical body, on our physical body, being that it is uh, the the largest percentage of of our body is water so it's going to have an effect on our whole sort of physiological uh, system and 
The problem is, or where this can be a problem, is if we, if we don't realise this, without realising this, then for some people, this, this movement and this effect is going to be quite uh, troublesome. It's going to be quite problematic. Some people are going to struggle at certain times of, of, of the month and so on and so forth. And I did uh, hear, um, I, the, I follow Sadhguru. I don't know if you're, any of you are familiar with Sadhguru. I follow Sadhguru on social media. And he said something about the, uh, the word lunatic actually comes from, it's not something that I've looked into, but it actually comes from, it's derived from uh, the fact that some people basically lose the plot on a full moon. So it's like on a, the lunar, meaning the moon, they uh, develop a tick. <laughs> which I've never heard it before, but it sounds plausible. It sounds uh, like there might be some truth in this. Words are amazing. Words fascinate me. But anyway, um, this is uh, um, this is what happens. So we have the moon cycle. The moon has such an, a, a huge impact on, on the planet, uh, on the waters of the planet. Uh, the human body is uh, predominantly water. So it stands to reason then that the presence of the moon is going to have an impact on our physiology in varying degrees. Because then we also have... Uh, we're all born at certain times and dates um, throughout the year, which obviously when you look at the astrology... You have different star signs and so on. You know, I was born uh, under the, the star sign of Aquarius. Uh, and I did read a few years ago that Aquarians are the most common sign to be, to be found in uh, a mental asylum. <laughs> but... The flip side of it is, it is also the most common sign to be a genius. And my whole life I've been walking that fine line. I think, unfortunately for everybody else, my genius only reveals itself when I'm on my own. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we're all born at different times of the year and so on. So now let's look at that aspect and the fact that different times of the year we have different cycles, different phases. We have the seasons and so on, although seasons aren't as cut and and dried as they used to be, um, you know, they seem to be a little bit more kind of unpredictable, let's say. You know, at one point we could actually kind of predict spring, summer, autumn or fall and winter. Uh, but now it's it tends to be a little bit more varied. But despite this, we still have 
different phases of the year, which obviously have different sort of climates, different temperatures, different weather conditions, and so on. So obviously there's a, a movement that's happening there as well. So this also plays a part in, uh, in, in our own individual nature. So uh, my point being that when we speak of human nature, it isn't really something that we can lock down in, in such a way. You know, it's like education. Our whole education system tries to lock every single human being down into a certain way of thinking, which is completely alien to who we truly are. So, and, and this is how I look at human nature is, human nature is really actually quite varied. It's quite varied. So one of the things, you know, speaking about myself now, is uh, one of these aspects of human behavior, I suppose, uh, well, would I call it behavior or nature? I suppose my, my kind of, my nature is to be, uh, I'm, I'm introverted. My sort of usual kind of uh, approach to life I'm is introverted. So being on my own, being in my own space, being kind of lost in thought has always been a, a, a prominent thing in my life. I don't know if you heard <laughs> my stomach rumbling, but it's cool. I, um, I don't listen all the time now if my stomach rumbles it's not a sign that i need to eat something i kind of look at it as being my body correcting itself you know as opposed to this idea that we have to start stuffing our faces because our stomachs are making noise it's a good a good time for our bodies to correct themselves so it's like it's like when you're ill and you might have some kind of virus or whatever and you lose your appetite basically your body shuts down so that it can use the energy that would normally be used to digest food it can use that to to you know to to support the healing process so um, in my wellness i look at my stomach being empty and not having food to digest as an opportunity for my body to kind of correct everything, to correct my system. So I try not nowadays to rush for something to eat. But anyway, I've just wandered off topic. Um, introvert. So my nature is, is kind of more introverted. Uh, well, perhaps I leaned toward. Is it? I I read somewhere that you have extroverts who tend to be more outgoing and you know prefer the public spaces and and be um, uh, around people. Introverts is completely the opposite. But then you have. Is it? I think. I think it was ambiverts. Ambiverts or something which basically is somewhere in the middle. Uh, and I would probably say I, I, 
I lean more towards introvertedness with a touch of extrovertedness, which is to say that sometimes I want to be out and about, I want to be in a crowd, but my, my overall preference is to be on my own, in my own space, or with very few people. And, you know, in, in this respect, it's like, as, as an introvert, most introverts are basically, generally, misunderstood. And, you know, it's one of these things that most or a lot of artists, whether it's, you know, any form of art, tend to be introverts. A lot of artists tend to be introverts. And I notice uh, one of the things that, you know, in today's world, today's world of social media, and it's... You know, we, we are at a point where, because we have the ability to do so with the internet and so on, it's so much easier to do things for yourself. Which means as an artist, this can be a great thing. Because it means you can publicise and publish your own material and so on and so forth. You can own your own material. But then, from an introvert standpoint... This it kind of opens up more issues and more complications because now all of a sudden you have to not only learn to uh, you know learn how to market and publish and, and, and sell your art, but you have to approach people. <laughs> which is a, an introvert from an introvert standpoint that's a challenge it's a challenge and you know when in fact m many of you or some of you listening to this might remember or uh, have been following me since I used to MC in the rave scene and um, most of my work as an artist came about back in the day, in the uh, mid-90s, in the mid to late 90s, most of my work came about from sending out demo tapes. So uh, the beauty of being an introvert and having a demo tape, the demo tape basically spoke for me. It was like, this is what I can do. And, and uh, back then, it was so much easier because promoters would generally listen to a lot of the demo tapes but then obviously I worked closely with a promoter and, it, and, and I could see behind the scenes that it, it obviously got to the point where there was that many people wanting to perform as artists that promoters would generally be bogged down with demo tape after demo tape from DJs, MCs and so on uh, and it just became like a, a phenomenon that was just hard to stay on top of. But I got most of my work through sending out my demos and promoters would listen and they'd hear the demo and then they might come to a club where I was working or they might appear and see and hear me for themselves. 
But then when promoters stopped listening to demos, for me personally, it was more of a challenge to be heard. Um, but then, because from, from this standpoint now, it means that I have to approach people in a completely different way. And this was what I found quite, you know, to be quite difficult. And this is the thing as well, is, you know, to, you can sort of feel people's energies. And, we, we, you know, most people might not realise this, but you can feel people's energies. You can feel people's energies and you can feel like... There are some people that you can be more open and relaxed and communicative with than others. This isn't a fault on anybody's part. It's just the way it is. You might say that this is the nature of each individual. Each individual has this kind of aura, if you like, this energy field that, um, that kind of speaks to some people in a way more than others and so on. So as a, an artist, my challenge was being introverted, uh, 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 trying to approach people in this way, in a way that they would give me the time to, uh, to see what I was capable of and what I could do. And it became too much of a challenge for me that I just couldn't do it in the end. I couldn't do it. And it's a shame that um, in this respect, it, it ends up being like this, but it's an inevitable consequence. It's an inevitable consequence. You know, nothing new is ever going to be, uh, uh, or rather, it doesn't take long before anything new becomes saturated. And if, uh, at the point when it becomes saturated, if you haven't made enough noise kind of thing to be heard, then you are either not going to be heard or you will struggle to be heard. So uh, in the world of, um, in the world that we live in today, when you look online at all these different online businesses and so on and so forth, one of these things that they speak of is niches and having a niche uh, uh, that you can focus on, which basically means narrowing down the field and making as much noise in that narrower field. So in this respect, looking at the whole MC path that I followed, that would be like me narrowing down, down the field as an artist and making as much noise in that field which I suppose herein lies another problem for me, was that I always tried to do so much for everybody as opposed to trying to narrow down the field. So this was, this effectively is my nature. And, you know, for uh, somebody else that is kind of naturally extrovert or somebody else that is naturally ambivert, they are going to have a completely different way of approaching life. For somebody that was born at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, or sort of the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, towards the end of the year or whatever, again, it's going to be have an effect 
on the way that we present ourselves and our, our not just the way that we present ourselves but on our outlook uh, and everything about us is affected in this way and it's affected by the nature of the universe the movement so nature basically is like movement nature is movement nature is the whole process so the whole process and, uh, and, and the movement of the universe is reflected in our individuality and, uh, and our individuality at, as at the time that we were born, <clears throat> the time that we, we became a part of this planet, of this universe, basically. Uh, and this... I, I see this as being something important to understand because we generally have this a attitude that and you know it's something that we derive that has, has been derived from our education and the education process we generally have this attitude that we look at people in a way uh, as if to say it's almost like we look at people as if to say that we've got our lives sussed out and other people haven't. I think there's a, 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 a word um, that's quite... It's often, I see it often in, in, in the press and in the media, uh, and which is surprising really because I don't really read newspapers as such. I'm not a massive newspaper reader. I don't watch the news as such. I haven't, in fact, I haven't watched the news on TV or anything for a very long time, probably even years. I've listened to it on occasion on the radio and newspapers, sometimes I'll grab a newspaper and read the headlines or front page or whatever. Um, but there's a word that is obviously quite prominent and it must be if I hardly read the news or whatever and I know this word, snowflake. Snowflake. And in fact, I did see a brief headline on one of the tabloids, um, Piers Morgan, uh, and he's talking about something. Uh, oh, that was it. The Brit Awards, I think for next year, have dropped the best male and best female artist categories from the award ceremony uh, in um, in light of obviously the uh, you know to make it more gender neutral as they call it I think that's the word gender neutral or something uh, and Piers Morgan um, gave his stock in his two penneth uh, to um, and I know that snowflake is one of his kind of favourite words amongst uh, woke. So he said something on this, this headline, something is basically criticising what he, I think his term was the woke community or something like this. And, you know, there are... I look at life as being we have to pay attention we have to look at what's happening and it's easy to look at the way things are it's easy to look at what people are doing and how people are, are, are communicating and how people are expressing themselves 
And it's easy to look at this and have an opinion on it as if to say you, you have no reason to speak or to think like this or to act like this, you know, as if to say that um, people are becoming, which is what snowflake generally means, people are becoming too sensitive and, uh, and you know, where this whole idea of being woke uh, comes into things is it's like people are looking at the woke people I suppose as I think is it I might be wrong here but they might be regarded as being the millennials or something like this the woke community and it's just people that are basically starting to choose how they want to see life and choose how they want to be referred to and it's easy to, you know, generally speaking, people are only going to have a problem with this because it goes against their own beliefs, their own core beliefs. It goes against them. And it means that when somebody is going to approach you and say, I don't want you to, to call me a man or a woman or male or female or whatever, it means that in your mind, your reality is being challenged. And that's the only problem. It's not the fact that this person doesn't want to be seen as uh, the image that you have in your mind. It's the fact that you have to look at this situation now. Uh, or more importantly, you have to look at the image in your mind and you have to question that and this is what's happening now what's happening now is more people are starting to actually realize and it is a realization that how we describe ourselves is is not how we have chosen to describe ourselves but it's how we have been told we must describe ourselves and that's a big thing so, you know, it's easy to get caught up in all of this, uh, you know, snowflake and woke nonsense. It's easy to start typecasting and, and labeling people for how they, they are starting to see life. But the, the deeper reality is that the, the reason why people are starting to see life in this way, the reason why people speak out in the first place is because if people are speaking out against something, it's because there is some kind of deep-rooted pain that, that's, that's coming to the surface that needs to be transmuted. It needs to be understood. It needs to be accepted. It needs to be embraced. embraced. And we have a, a, a choice. We are either going to accept it we are either going to accept it with the understanding that this is somebody else's reality or we are going to resist it. And resistance is the one thing that humanity has been doing for such a long time. Human beings have been resisting uh, other people's reality forever. And it's been the, the, the source and cause of all this turmoil all this hate and all these wars and so on have just been because one human being has 
resisted another human being's reality. So this nature, nature is the, the, the movement, the movement of, of the universe is nature. And the way I see it, human nature is not separate from the universe, the nature of the planet. There's no separation between the two. We have uh, the ability, however, we have the ability to kind of transcend the human nature. We have the ability to transcend it in the same way that one can look out of the window and see it's raining uh, and at one point would have looked at the rain as being a problem now can look at the rain as being a necessity it's a, nece a necessary process that this planet has to go through in the same way one can look at one's own nature and and from this same level of understanding it's a necessary process what matters is are we going to allow this process the nature of this the human are we going to allow the nature of the human to be the dominant force in in humanity you know the 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 I suppose what makes being human miraculous is the fact that we have the ability to choose how we want to be. So it's you compare being human to being an animal. Let's look at a cat. A cat isn't going to sit there and say you know what today I'm gonna to eat with a knife and fork fed up a stick in my nose in the dish I'm gonna eat with a knife and fork and I'm gonna wipe my ass with toilet paper <laughs> you know no animal no animal maybe um, monkeys or whatever might have the kind of the ability to mimic human behavior in this way but no animal no other species on this planet as to my knowledge has the ability to make a choice in how it is going to act how it is going to be human beings have the choice we have the choice now this uh, the, the human nature where human nature becomes the problem or becomes kind of like problematic is the fact that we have the choice it's the fact that we have the choice that kind of creates the problem if human beings didn't have the, the, the conscious awareness to be able to make conscious choices if we were just like any other animal, then human beings wouldn't have a problem. We wouldn't have a problem because we would just be acting like animals. 
But the problem is, we act like animals, even though we have the conscious awareness to transcend the animalistic behavior. So, um, and, 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 and this in truth is what the problem is. You know, we progress on this planet as human beings. We progress on this planet with all these inventions, with all these ideas and so many things that man has contributed to this planet since man has walked on this planet because we have the conscious awareness to be creative in this way. But at the same time as, as ad advancing in this way, uh, um, in, in, in a materialistic way, psychologically, we still remain quite animalistic, quite animalistic, quite territorial, and so on and so forth. So we have the conscious awareness to be creative, but we have the animal instinct that kind of holds us back, that keeps us in this, this, this mindset of desiring so many things and wanting to hold on to so many things in a kind of animalistic way kind of like squirrels storing stuff for the for the winter or for the hibernation stuff the human mind the human mind works in this very primitive way when in fact we have evolved so much consciously that we don't need to act in the same way anymore because we are effectively conscious beings so um this that's how i view human nature it's something that is in line with the planet with the movements of the planet and at the same time it uh, has varying degrees of difference from one individual to the next but then besides all of that we are consciously aware uh, um, and we are becoming more and more consciously aware of who we are at a deeper level than just the physical human aspect of, of, of what is seen. You know, the consciousness of, human, of humanity is beginning to rise, it's being elevated. And, you know, to me, this is a necessity. It's a necessity to bring about this change, the conscious evolution because what we see in the world today is we see a lot of and it's been going on and you know for years for thousands of years people are trying to change the planet people want things to be different on the planet and you know i see that all the climate change and all of this kind of stuff it's all i understand it all it's all uh, it's necessary that human beings start to change the way that we behave because with the way that we behave now it doesn't lead towards sustaining the planet for our survival for our survival all this stuff about killing the planet and stuff i don't go for that idea but i understand that if we don't change the way we act then we effectively are turning the planet into something that doesn't support us and our survival. But the biggest problem is, uh, in this respect, is people are trying to change the outside world 
when in reality we have to focus on our inner world we have to understand what it truly means to be conscious and what it truly means to be consciously aware and how this conscious awareness can shine a light over the human behavior the human nature with the kind of authority and the power to steer it in a much more clear and precise uh, 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 way that supports human beings as a whole uh, but anyway that's it for this week's podcast uh, don't forget to tune in for fine on friday and thank you all for listening and i look forward to speaking to you again on the next feeling fine podcast until then have a blessed week have a blessed weekend peace